Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, October 5th. Got a great guest today. Got a, I think, a good Thursday night football game. I don't know about you guys. I'm kind of fired up for Washington, Chicago. I know it sounds like just blech, a whole lot of yuck. To, well, one bad football team and another one that is... Uh, we don't know what Washington is. They look good in spurts, and then they, you know, they got destroyed by Buffalo. Didn't look sharp against Arizona. Near, should have lost that game, but they fought hard against Philly. I think it's going to be a spicy matchup. I'll get my best bet shortly. Our guest is TJ Hushmanzada. I work with him at FS1. Been doing TV, done some radio with him for I don't know five six years. He's one of the good dudes in the industry. As I've told you guys a lot, former athletes often, you know, look at me and they're like, "Who who is this guy?" You know, this guy didn't play in the NFL. This guy didn't play no college football. And I get the dis- the look of disdain. And only after war- some of that's not everybody. I'm not going to paint with a broad brush. But then you work with some of them and, you know, you could prove you know what you're talking about and you can hang with anybody and you can spar with the best of them. And then you get to know them and then you get to be friendly with them. And they're like, oh, this guy knows his stuff. He's a pretty normal guy. And uh, I become friendly with Hushmanzada. He has worked with uh, – one of the reasons I noticed, I was like, hold up, this guy works with NFL draft prospects? And he told me, I'm working with Zach Wilson. <coughs> this was leading up to the draft. And, of course, I'm like, oh, the Jets probably are going to land on Zach because they missed out on Lawrence. So we've been friendly ever since. And, you know, he, he worked with Puka Nakata. Uh, sorry, Puka Nakua. I'm sorry, Puka Nakua. Uh, or, as some people like to call him, Puka how does it go? Pakuna Nakata? It's like, oh gosh, I'm totally butchering this. The thing from Lion King. Hakuna Matata. It means no worries. That's Lion King, isn't it? I think it is. Anyways, um, he's got a great nickname. And who's worked with him leading up to the draft, as well as Michael Wilson, who I'm sure some of you picked up in fantasy this week, the kid from uh, Arizona. Um, so I think you'll like Hush Benzada. He does, does talk about the Bengals, but it's not glowingly. Uh, earmuffs it, Bengals fans. Uh, just as a, a warning. It's not great. Um, anyways, but, but before we get to Hoosh, um, so Bears, Washington, and this line hit seven a couple times. I followed this one closely because there's always the overreaction to what happened the last week. And this has been a bugaboo of mine 
this season. I keep forgetting it's a week-to-week league, you know? And forget, throw out your off-season priors. Like, let's be realistic. Teams are on a week-to-week basis. Washington, first week, eh, didn't look good. Did not cover for me against Arizona. Then they come out, fight like the Dickens, come back hardcore, and shock Denver with a massive second half. Week three, I knew to fade them. I was like, this is fool's gold. They get smashed by Buffalo. That was the game that I pegged. Uh, you know, that was, that was after uh, Buffalo smashed the Raiders. It, 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 was, it was easy. Then it was the matchup with Philly, divisional matchup for whatever reason. Washington plays them hard, and they fought hard and could have won that game. Maybe if Riverboat, I'm sorry, Ron Rivera, can't call him Riverboat anymore, if he goes for two. And they lose in overtime. And I think it was TA that had the great number. Um, teams that play in overtime on a Sunday and then have to play on a Thursday, short week, in the last 24 games, 3-21 and 21 against the spread. Right? So that's a significant number, 3-21. and 21. So then you're like, well, Washington's going home. It's not like they're going on the road. Well, there's a sample for that too. And it's teams that play an overtime game and then go home on Thursday night are 1-8 and eight against the spread. Any way you slice it, extra football the day before a Thursday night game ain't great. Now, you're facing a, I don't know about a historically bad team, but the worst team in the league, the 0-4 Bears, they're bad. Um, they're coming off a devastating loss. The locker room has some issues. Chase Claypool being told, stay home. Eberflus maybe putting his house on the market here soon in Chicago. It ain't pretty. Justin Fields wondering about his future. Um, it, it's just not great. For Chicago, but I I missed the seven. I did take Chicago plus six and a little on Chicago money line just in case. Listen, I've seen the Bears secondary. They're signing guys off other teams' practice squads, and they're probably going to start tonight. So there is definitely a chance Sam Howell pops off, and it's 21-6 in a heartbeat, and Washington's in cruise control. Remember, those 3-21 and numbers, ATS, 1-80 ATS, that's not predictive. That's what happened. And everybody and their mom has a billion stats about what happened and trends. You can't just blindly bet trends. But what is interesting is if you're Chicago and you fall to 0-5, right? You lose this game in Washington. And really, should Washington be favored by 5.5 over anybody? Anyone? I mean, they beat a Denver team that's pretty rotten, as we can tell. They're 1-3. Denver barely, barely had to come back from 28-7 to uh, take down the Bears. And, 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 you know, Washington being an Arizona team that's fought hard, but they only won one game. Um, I I just, I don't know how good Sam Howell is to be laying five and a half. It just seems like a strange number. Um, I I got it at six. I I don't know if there'll be game day money on uh, Washington pushing this up. I can tell you this. I don't think any casual bettors, $100, $200, $500, $1,000, I don't think those guys are putting money on the Bears here. I am. I don't think I, I, I don't think many casual betters are. I consider myself a casual. I'm not dropping ten thousand well, dollars, at least not yet this season, on any games. That's just that's not in my wheelhouse. Um, and especially in a spot like this on a Thursday night football where listen, young coaches have had massive problems. Okay? Um so I got the Bears a little on the money line and with the points, and I'm I'm perfectly fine with this team going down. It would not surprise me at all, but I would not touch Washington in Survivor. I don't think anybody's risky enough. Everybody's going to have Miami this week um, if you're left in your Survivor. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's just one of those weirds. I, I just don't think Washington is that good. The defense has been criminally overrated. Um, the offense has 
played well in spurts. I, I just the one thing I'll point out is Eberflus, and, and I and I've mentioned this game before. He his signature game was as the defensive coordinator of the Colts when in a primetime game he shut down Mahomes and Andy Reid and picked up an amazing win. Okay, Eric Bieniemy was on that coaching staff. I'm not going to pretend like Bieniemy was running the show there, but that was the Eberflus game in primetime where it's like, holy cow, how did they beat the freaking Chiefs? And now he's matched up against Eric Bieniemy, so he knows the read tendencies. Now he doesn't have the horses to get the stops, but you know, knowing what's coming and having your guys ready for battle—that's half the battle. If Fields can play nearly as well as he did against Denver. I think Chicago's live to win this one. Um, it's going to be a good game. I'm looking forward to it. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest, TJ Hushmanzada, former Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. Jason McIntyre here on Straight Fire with a great guest. You guys know him. He's been on the pod before. Former NFL wide receiver, Oregon State star, and he trains NFL prospects. Wait till you hear who he's trained leading up to this season. TJ Hushmanzada, how you doing, Hush? I'm doing well. Am I dressed right? Do I need to go change and put on a collar shirt, be dressed like my no. man J-Mac, or I'm good to it's go? All, it's all <laughs> good, dude. Don't worry about it. I mean, you're the man of the hour right now. Who's getting shouted out by Daniel Jeremiah today on The Herd? Uh, everybody's talking about you because my, basically one of the best stories of the NFL season, uh, Puka Nakua of the LA Rams, he caught like 45 passes at BYU last year, came out of nowhere, and guess who he trained with leading up to the season? None other. Then DJ Hushmanzada, I mean, geez, are you taking all the credit for his greatness? No, I'm taking none of the credit. I didn't even know DJ gave me a shout out. DJ, my guy, we try to talk every year leading up to the senior ball. And uh, who do I like? Who does he like? And we just kind of, we brainstorm. We've been doing this the last few years now. So, yeah, I didn't even see that. He shouted me out. So, DJ, my guy, I appreciate it. But, um, no, man. Puka's responsible for his success, not not I. Any trainer that tells you they're responsible for a player's success, uh, that's corny to me. And, and so everything that Puka has done, all him. Are you kind of surprised that he's been so dominant? I mean, listen, we, we had heard that him and Stafford were vibing in the offseason, but, like, seriously, he's shattering all sorts of records and – you know, it's not like he's a 4-3 burner, but he's open all the time. Um, I, I don't know. Like, when you were working with him, did you see anything like this? Or, do like, what, what makes him so special? Any rookie that comes in and plays at this level, you're surprised. It, it, I mean, you, you just – we haven't seen a rookie come in and do this that wasn't drafted in the first round. Now, Justin Jefferson – um, played well as a rookie. Jamar Chase played well as a rookie. But these dudes are first-round picks. And so from Puka, this wasn't expected. But if you know Puka's backstory, Jason, Puka was a top high school recruit coming out. Mm. He's a top recruit in the country. He's a top five receiver coming out of high school. And, and so committed to USC, obviously did not go to USC, started at University of Washington and then transferred to BYU. And, and so... When you're ranked that high in high school, it doesn't always pan out. But the majority of the time, you're drafted fairly high. He goes to the senior bowl, and 
it's when me and DJ really, I was like, DJ, who you like? He said, I like two receivers, Michael Wilson and Puka. And I'm like, DJ, I'm training both of them. He said, I should have known they, they're both unstoppable down here at the Senior Bowl the first day. And then Puka gets hurt. And so had not that happened, who knows? And he was banged up through the combine. I mean, getting ready for the combine. So he couldn't really train as much as he would like to run the 40. And yeah, he's not a speedster. Puka is big as hell. And he knows how to get open. That's what we work on. Understanding how to sit in zones and beat man. That's what we do. Um, you know, it, it's interesting when you look at his background. Like, I, I was unaware that he was a top five recruit and went to USC. Uh, I just, again, you see the stuff leading up. I, injuries kind of helped. But now he gets Cooper Cup running alongside him. I mean, who's, a lot of people, myself included, had thought the Rams would kind of be rebuilding, maybe headed toward four or five wins. I don't know. With, with Cup and Puka and a healthy Stafford, assuming they can protect him, I, I mean, I guess the Rams have a shot at the wild card now? They have an opportunity. Now, this is going to be very important for their coaching staff to navigate through this because we've seen this before. Cup gets all the targets. Whatever is left over goes to whomever. Now, can they integrate Cooper and Puka together to where it's beneficial to the team and they can both be productive? Or will it just be Cooper getting all the targets like he had in previous years and whatever's left over goes to Puka and whomever? They need to find out a way to make this mesh and work so that now you have two guys that are equally dangerous that a defense has to really pay attention to. Well, now you were on one of those Bengals teams um, with Chad Ochocinco, Chad Johnson at the time. And I don't know. uh, Tell me about it. Like, is it the kind of thing where if I think Carson Palmer was your quarterback, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Carson Palmer looks to you three times in a row and Chad doesn't get a look. Is he like, hey, hey, come my way. Do you have to mix it up to keep these guys happy? We know the narrative about diva receivers. Um, No. I I don't know. Obviously, Puka is a rookie. He's not going to be a diva. And Cooper Cup, there's not really any of that in his DNA, right? When, when when I say it's not the players, the you're gonna get your looks. What I'm saying is, we've seen in years just just go last year, Cooper Cup was getting all the targets. Nobody else was getting targets, and so it. And now look at this year right now, Puka's getting all the targets. He's getting mm-hmm. all he's getting everything. Nobody else is really getting anything else. And, and so, can they find a happy medium? to where McVay is calling plays to get both of them the ball, or will it just be one guy? Stafford can handle it. The players, the receivers, Puka and Cup, they'll be fine. It's really the game planning. And also, it's Puka playing uh, Cup's position. And so when Cooper does come back, will that change? Will they rotate? There's just so many variables that we just don't know. But Sean McVay isn't as good of a coach as he is on offense by not understanding how to get this yeah. done. They'll figure it out, but it is a concern. Because Cooper really eats in the slot, and then do you think Puka can play wide, or is that going to be like a problem for him? Nah, he can play whatever. Okay. I mean, to me, it's a you're just a football player, man. Like, play in the slot, play on the outside. Remember what I said earlier. When we train, we are understanding how to beat man because that's what separates the best players from the rest in, in the NFL. Can you beat man coverage? Can you separate? But we're also going to go over how to sit in zones, how to understand coverage and where the weakness is. And so Puka, he, he'll be able to do both. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. 
like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, <laughs> hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. For instance, this weekend, my Jets and the Denver Broncos. Folks, somehow the Jets find themselves on the look ahead as underdogs in Denver. Okay? Zach Wilson looks competent. I think the Jets got a shot here. Just consider it. Okay? Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code STRAIGHTFIRE. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code straight fire only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 
licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 and up, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Over the summer, I hosted the herd one day, and I asked you on air for a receiver, you know, give me a fantasy, a rookie, and you mentioned this guy, Michael Wilson. And I was like, Arizona, man, they don't have a quarterback. So I didn't take you too seriously. I didn't draft Michael Wilson. Of course, what happens last week against the Niners, Michael Wilson gets loose for two touchdowns, and he's starting to emerge as a threat. Now, Kyler's still a few weeks away, I believe. But uh, I don't, uh, Michael Wilson, uh, where did he go? Stan- Stanford, is that what it was? Correct. Yeah, and he's now looking like, I don't know, Hollywood Brown, Michael. Like, they got options there. Uh, what's what's going on with your guy uh, in Arizona? Just, like, so Puka and Mike, they pretty much trained together from January until training camp. Mm-hmm. I mean, those guys got along very well, both big dudes. And they're great people. Like, I, I think a lot of times we just talk about the athlete. But if you get to know the person – like, it's very rare that both of them are just genuinely good human beings. And, and so, Mike, again, his quarterback situation is different than Puka's. But he is starting to get more opportunity, and he's taking advantage of those opportunities. And, and so, when Kyler comes back now, obviously he's going to be a little rusty, but Kyler can throw the football now. Yeah. Say what you want about Kyler Murray. He can throw the football. And, and so... It's going to be interesting. This division may turn out to be a lot better yeah. than many expected. I mean, we thought it was going to be a two-team race with the Niners and the Seahawks, and here you have the Rams playing well. And although the Cardinals aren't getting a lot of wins, they're extremely competitive. They're winning games. They've lost games they should have won. And then you beat the Cowboys, who everybody thought at one point, like, oh, my God, the Cowboys look unstoppable. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you about the Bengals and, uh, you obviously played for them for a while and they are really on the struggle bus right now. One and three. If you look at like the air yards per attempt, Joe Burrow's dead last among starters, which is shocking, like worse than Bryce Young. And I don't know. I mean, can we, can we really blame it on the calf? I feel like we do this thing, TJ, where it's like, we got to blame somebody and we're not going to blame Burrow. We ain't going to blame Chase. We're not going to blame Higgins. And ultimately it keeps coming to me, Zach Taylor, like maybe the league figured out what he was doing offensively. He hasn't changed or adapted. I don't know. What are you seeing with the Bengals? They're really struggling offensively. Jason, it's concerning, man. I'm I'm not going to lie. I was at the game uh, versus the Rams on Monday night, Mm. pulled that out. And it was like, okay, here they go. You know, they can get on the road and play Tennessee. They play Arizona, I believe, and then Seattle after that. You can get into the bye week, three and three, Joe can rest a little bit. We start rolling after uh, this bye week. And first drive against Tennessee, they drive down the field, get a field goal. Mm -hmm. They don't score any more points. And you're like, what is going on? Like, and this is is sports in general. When something isn't working and you expect a team to be really good, you got to blame somebody. So is Joe's injury part of it? Yeah, that plays a part of it. Is it the offensive line? Yeah, but it. we were told it was going to be much better. Yeah. So what is it? Is it Zach Taylor in a play calling? They're, who knows what it is, but they better figure it out because you saw it in this interview this past Sunday, and he didn't mean anything yeah. from yeah. it. 
I'm open. I'm always fucking open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said that with anger, Jason. He he was angry. Be when you start to lose, then things are going to start to transpire that you're not used to seeing. Because Jamar Chase has experienced nothing but success since he's yeah. come into the league. <laughs> he hasn't had this type of adversity where one, you're not getting the ball as much and you're not winning. And, and so gotta figure it out whether it's the play calling if it's joe got to meet in the middle because they have the Bengals have way too much talent yeah to be one in three way too much talent to barely be able to move the ball on offense way too much talent to be averaging what they're averaging yards per play when they throw the ball yeah I, I... It, it makes no sense so this needs to be figured out and I'm an optimist. I'm like, there's no way that I'm an optimist. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this Sunday, this this one is gonna happen. But eventually, um, we're gonna have to really analyze what we see instead of what we yeah. expected. Well, you did play for the Bengals, and they historically have kept guys and coaches around longer than they should have, given them a longer leash. We've been over this. I, I still worry. They've never had, I, I don't think, a team of this caliber. I mean, two years ago, Super Bowl, last year, AFC Championship game, and they were down to the final, like, two minutes against the Chiefs. I had them as winning the Super Bowl this year. Like, I think there are expectations of when they're not met. I do wonder if ownership will be a little more quick to do something. And you would think Lou Amaruno, the, the defensive coordinator, is pretty safe. Like, he's not the one screwing up, and he's been fantastic the last two years. So ultimately, when the blame game comes around, like, TJ, Zach Taylor started, I think, 6-25-1 in his first two years at Cincy. Then Burrow is healthy, and in his second year, they go to the Super Bowl. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying to get people fired out here, but, I mean, you're a Bengals fan. Like, there's, What's the talk among Bengals former players and fans that you're talking to? I mean, it's how is Joe? Is, is he really okay? But it's we all know this. When there's great expectations— you're going to point the finger. Yeah. And Joe just signed for $275 million. He's going nowhere. So, ooh, I mean, it leaves only one other guy that can take the blame. They not going – Joe's going no – he ain't going anywhere. And so, who's next? Yeah. It has to be Zach Taylor. And whether it's right, whether it's wrong, that's just how the NFL is. And so, I'm sure he doesn't think about this, but he understands what's on the line. They better get to playing better on offense or else. I mean, they're, they're in Arizona. Tell him this. Yeah. They're in Arizona this week. They're only three-point favorites. I don't know. It, it, backing Cincinnati right now is tough, given the, the, how bad they are. You think they pull this out? Is this one of those get-right games for them? I'm backing them, Jason. Yeah. I'm, you know, like I said, I'm an optimist. Now, I will say this. Uh... They, and you know, I keep speaking in first person. I'll say we. Okay, and that's Sometimes fine. I'll say it's, but they got to win this game. Yeah. And they got to win this game impressively. Mm. Not not for us. And the, they got to win this impressively for themselves so that they can feel like, okay, here we go. You thought they had that after the Rams game, and then you go to Tennessee and lay an egg. You have to get some impressive victories 
so that mentally you start to feel good about yourself because each week that passes, Joe's going to be feeling better if he doesn't have a setback. He's going to have to go those 50-50 balls. You got to give T and Jamar an opportunity to make a play like they've done in years past, and they come down with it. They're just not given those opportunities so far this season. Joe's just going to have to let those balls go and say, hey, my guys are going to make a play. Uh, let me ask you about Bears uh, Thursday Night Football, Bears-Washington. Really, it, it, on the surface, it appears like a crap game, but you're talking about, like, Bengals need to win it impressively. I mean, hell, Matt Eberflus needs to win, just win a game. I think he's lost 14 straight, which is kind of staggering. Go. I mean, it, it, you go, can't Jason. lose 15 games in a row. So it, are you saying if, if he loses, you think he's gone as head coach? Win or lose, he he got to go. Oh, wow. You're Where out on him regardless. Well, well hold yeah, on. Yeah, he got to go. TJ, he don't know I just doing. said, Zach Taylor went 6-25-1 and one in two years. They gave him a chance, and, he, you know, Burrow bailed him out, and he's fine. Um, don't we need to give Eberflus a chance with Fields, or has he had enough time? Or, okay, I will say this. We did see progress last week. We did yes. see progress, although he should have kicked the field goal. We did see progress with Chicago. Now, they do have something going in their favor this Thursday. The Commanders played an overtime game, mm-hmm. and you got to turn around and play on Thursday night. Yeah. That's not going to be easy because, in essence, you've played an extra quarter. So I'm certain Monday was a really easy day. Um, yesterday was an easy day. Today was a walkthrough. They probably didn't do much because they're recovering physically from that game. And so if they're going to win a game, it should be tomorrow. Mm. Or this Thursday, because Washington is presented circumstances that, hey, I don't even know how that would play. I don't know what if that's ever been like document, like team plays an overtime game that plays on Thursday. Yeah, I have the numbers. What's, Are you ready? <laughs> I figured, I knew you would. I knew you would. So uh, if you play the teams that have played on Thursday after playing an overtime game are three and 21 against the spread. Now you're saying, well, Washington's going home. Well, against it's even the spread, better. what about for a what just, you know, straight money line? I, I don't have straight up for you, unfortunately. But and, and so te- well, hold on, TJ. Teams going home. You're thinking, okay, well, they're at least going home. They probably had a rest. They're one and eight against the spread in those circumstances. So either way, this is gonna be a tough one for Washington. I will say this, Jason. If Chicago continues to trend in the right direction on offense, meaning Justin Fields can play how he just played against uh, Denver, then maybe Eberflus can say, hey, we're making progress. But if it stays how it's been prior to Denver, he got to go. Like, you, it's no way that you can be this anemic on offense and you don't want to run Justin Fields. Like, I'm running Justin Fields just to save my job. You, what you <laughs> why, why aren't you guys doing what he does best? I don't understand that. And then... Chase Claypool's situation has been so mishandled. Like, stay home? Like, really? Like, I'm really the problem. Like, we're losing games, and I say I'm not being used correctly, so now I got to stay home? Like, you're not being coached. You're not coaching us correctly. Is the owner telling you to stay home? (laughs) And, And so I don't think these coaches understand when you do these type of things. Like, this is how you get talked about in the locker room. Like, guarantee the players are talking about them in the locker room. Like, bro, you ain't even coaching us right. But you're going to tell Chase to stay home. This is the type of talk that goes on in a locker room. Now, you know Claypool a little bit. You trained him. Um, he was in Pittsburgh, and I thought thriving. And then they shipped him out, which was odd. But maybe they knew something about Claypool 
that the Bears didn't. And the Bears gave up like a second round pick, a high second round pick. It was like the 35th overall, which uh, I don't, he hasn't performed like a second round pick. What do you know about Claypool? I mean, he was a stud at Notre Dame. And it seems like, I don't know, things are trending very poorly for him. It's a tough situation, Jason, because you come off the rookie year that he had and you feel here, emotions are here, your confidence is here. Then you get traded and you feel really good because you're like, okay, I can be the number one option there. Um, they just drafted a quarterback to where me and him can grow together. Obviously, things hadn't panned out the way he would have liked, but he also needs to be careful because you do not want to establish this as being who you are reputation-wise, your reputation. Once they start talking about your personality, <coughs> then it can become a problem. And so I hope that this gets figured out may not be in Chicago, or it may be in mm. Chicago, because once Ibraflus is up out of here, which he will be because I just don't have the expectation that they can get it done, maybe this new coach comes in and he gets an opportunity um, to make a first impression with this new staff that may come in. So so it's everybody's pegging, you know, uh, open job in Chicago. Let's say it's open. Well, you got to get the best offensive coordinator out there, and that's a lot of people like Ben Johnson in Detroit. Um if the Bears get the number one pick, they get Caleb Williams. Um, if you're Caleb Williams and you see a, a, just a bad franchise like the Bears, what they went to one Super Bowl like in 2006 maybe with Grossman, um, and then there was the 85 Bears. But other than that, they've never developed quarterbacks. I, you know, I, I don't know. Does Caleb Williams have a right to be like, hey, Chicago, don't draft me. I'm not playing there. Do you, are you hey, part Jason, of that? Hey, Jason, no pun intended. No pun intended, because you know this is the fight on. But you you got to tell him not. Nah. Like Caleb Williams can't take take this chance. This is his career on the line. Mm. And so if Chicago is shown that they cannot develop a quarterback, like people thought Justin Fields was going to be a good player, yeah, and he showed promise. Like why would you chance it and say, "Oh, I'm just so much better than Justin. I know I'm gonna get it done." You can't chance that if you can stay at USC. And make millions of dollars. No. Why would you go? You huh? Stay at USC. If he can stay at USC, if he can stay at USC and make millions of dollars, why would you? Now, I wouldn't do it because that's a year longer that you hit free agency and things of that nature. But when you're making millions of dollars now because of the NIL, you're not going into a terrible situation. You're set up to fail. Like you can't, you're set up for failure. Well, and or, can or he, pull can Eli he do Manning. what Eli Manning did? Yeah. What's wrong with now, that? Now, now, this is the thing. Pull at Eli Manning. Just make sure because you're in the media, and I am as well. Let's just make sure the media doesn't bash the guy for doing no. what's best for him. Yeah. Because you know that's going to come. Well, Elway Let's did it too. Make sure that doesn't happen to the young man. Yeah. Because Joe, oh, he who does he think he is? He doesn't want to no. play for the Bears, and he. Hey, do what's best for your career. If he feels that him and his advisors feel like the Chicago Bears isn't a good situation, he may have to do what Eli Manning did with the Chargers. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions.
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Football is back. No more preseason games. The regular season is here. While we all love watching our favorite teams on television, there is nothing better than being at a game live and in person. And the best way to get tickets to any of these games is on GameTime, the fastest growing ticketing app in the U.S. For last minute amazing deals on tickets to see your favorite football teams this September, download GameTime. And it's not just football. GameTime has tickets to baseball games, concerts, and comedy shows across the country. Download the GameTime app and redeem code JMAC for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the GameTime app and enter code JMAC. That's J-M-A-C for $20 off. No matter where you live, get out and have some fun this week. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. John Elway did the same thing, forcing his way out of, I think it was the Colts, and forced his way to Denver. Yeah, and it's like, listen, I'm, I'm, I, I hate the franchise tag. I think it's total garbage. Uh, I'm, I'm pro player. Obviously, I'm going to side with the millionaires over the billionaires. You know, like I, 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 I'm rooting for these guys. I don't know. I, 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 I think there's a world where you could say, hey, uh, listen, Caleb, we got, we got you as the number one pick. We got the two pick because Carolina stinks. So we can either take Marvin Harrison at two, or we could trade down from two. And somebody wants Drake May, we get more picks. We go grab Harrison. We get some offensive line. We get some, we got some. We got stuff to work with. And then you know Ben Johnson, pretty creative guy. I don't. My only thing I is I like wh- Ben Johnson. I do. Yeah. Now if you listen. get Ben Johnson and you and you speak to him, maybe the Bears is viable. But the yeah. situation that they have now with the head coach and the coordinator, how it is now, it has to be a no go for Caleb Williams and, and his advisor, his group yeah. of uh, people. You, it, it has to be a no go. Uh, l- let me ask you actually about that. So. You know, Jared Goff, when the Rams traded him, right, they they went to a Super Bowl, lost to the Patriots, and then the next year, you know, Goff looked just pretty limited. Like, he, he just can't do some things that the quarterback position requires in McVay's system. So they trade him to Detroit, and it was almost as if, like, all right, well, Goff is washed, he's garbage, he's going to Detroit, he'll just play out the string, they'll be terrible. And Ben Johnson has kind of revitalized Goff's career, no? I mean, I, I, I look at Goff, and I'm like, I mean, this guy went, like, 10 games with no picks. Ben Johnson done fantastic, but... You, you, we got to give Dan Campbell his credit. Like, I'm okay. not just going to say it's 
all Ben Johnson. Dan Campbell deserves a ton of the credit, but Ben Johnson has been a revelation. Like he's done extremely well with a team that was a laughing stock, and now they are not. And so I give Dan Campbell a ton of credit, but Ben Johnson, what he's done. Because nobody knew who Ben Johnson was. He revived Jared Goff, so to speak. That offense looks very, very good. And they play extremely well and competitive against everybody. Yeah, now Goff has a great offensive line. And Johnson's dialing up interesting plays. Um, I kind of like him this week big over Carolina. But it's a, it's a risky line. Hey, uh, Carolina's I, not looking too good, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Where are you? On? So, A, do you know Bryce Young at all? And B, are you kind of surprised at how... How much he struggled because he has he has Frank Reich who's supposed to be a good offensive mind. I know him very well, and I am surprised. I am because here, oh my, Bryce Young processes like that. He's a computer, and, and so to see the struggles, it's surprising to me. But when you really look at it, um, we're we're football guys, Jason, so we understand this. But who does he have on the outside? Yeah. That when it's man-to-man, I know when I go to him, my guy going to win. Adam Thielen? <laughs> and, and, and that's what I'm saying. And so he doesn't have those guys. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be tough for him. They're going to have to trade for – they don't have picks, so they're going to have to trade for receivers, sign one in free agency. Um, when I say picks, first-rounders. But I'm, I'm very surprised that Bryce uh, hasn't performed better. The offensive line isn't the best. But we can make a ton of excuses. And yes, Stroud's offensive line. I mean, he's down to. Exactly. I think he's missing a center, two tackles. Like they got a lot of. And Stroud's looking good now. He's got uh, the guy, the passing game coordinator from the Niners, Slowick. I think is his name. And he's they're calling some good stuff. I mean, Tank Dell's open. Guys are open. Nobody's getting open in Carolina scheme. Like nobody. It's uh, it's tough for them, and especially with Carolina, you're losing. They know you're throwing it. They're not playing the run. They're coming straight after you. And so that element, I'm I'm surprised that Bryce hasn't performed better. But again, it's his rookie year. It's his rookie year. Let's let him get through this year. Let's see if they can get him some more weapons and see what happens. You can't bury a guy after one year, but yeah. it is surprising. But I'm not too much worried. I'm telling you, Bryce's process is so fast, man. That His brain is a computer. They'll probably have to overpay for like a T. Higgins, who I think is a free agent. Um, and I don't know if he's the best guy in the market, but he's going to be somebody good. All right, quickly, let's wrap up with two games, Jets-Broncos, just because I, I have to ask about the Jets. Must-win game. Um, I know Zach Wilson looked okay, but TJ, it looked like the, the Chiefs did a lot of blitzing and leaving their cornerbacks uh, on islands, and we know Zach can make throws. He's got a great arm. That's your guy, Zach Wilson, another guy you trained. But it's the zone that gives him problems. What do you know about Vance Joseph's defense other than it sucks this year. But, like, what do you know uh, zone versus man? I mean, it's terrible, TJ. Come on. Hey, I mean, there's always man concepts in a lot of the zone defenses anyway on the outside unless you're playing cover two. Um, but I look at it this way. If – and I said this when, when I was on the herd with you guys. Jason, I'm serious. Zach Wilson needs to feed Garrett Wilson the ball. Like, it, Garrett Wilson check down. Garrett Wilson check down. If they put a safety over the top, then I'll go to the other guy because then he must be one-on-one. Let's just make it simple for you, Zach. Get the ball to Garrett Wilson. If you get the ball to Garrett Wilson, good things will happen, and then other guys will open up. Like, I want to see Zach Wilson succeed. I, I just 
I don't like the media that really just bashes guys and makes it personal. I don't like that. Like, if a guy's playing bad, he's playing bad. But to, to make it personal, um, but the way Vance Joseph has been calling defense, Zach going to light him up. At least, I mean, if because Kansas City has a good defense now, and he played well against yeah. that defense, and their defense is good. And Denver is the complete other end of the spectrum when we're talking about good defenses. And so I like – I actually think the Jets can win this game because that defense of the Jets, they're going to slow Denver down for sure. Yeah. Can well, Zach – if Zach doesn't turn the ball over, the Jets win the game. Well, they're, if they lose, they're 1-4 and four and they play the Eagles and they're going to be big underdogs in that one. All right, and final game, Niners-Cowboys game of the week. Most likely for supremacy in the NFC – uh, 49ers have beat him twice in the last two years in the playoffs. It was Garoppolo once. It was Purdy the other time. I can't find an edge uh, for Dallas other than maybe their defensive line, but San Fran's is awesome. Um, I don't know. I, I like the 49ers here. Spreads three and a half. I don't know if you're if you're a gambling man on this one. I've already bet the Niners. I think they're the side here. I believe Dallas has the better defense. I, I do. Just the... Just, uh total team speed that they have on defense because the, the Niners are not the, the Niners are very good on defense but they're not the same without D'Amico Ryans that that's they're better offensively this year though and, and so their defense doesn't have to be what it was in years past because Purdy is so good that they're scoring more points you got Ayuk you got Debo you got Kittle you got McCaffrey I mean, how many teams can literally have four guys that can go off and dominate a game on the offensive side of the ball? And so when you go to overall team, yes, the Niners are better. And they also have one of the most creative play designers and play callers in their head coach, Kyle Shanahan. And so you have to favor the Niners because of everything that I just said. I do believe, though, that Dallas defensively is very, very good, but you have to be disciplined when you play the San Francisco 49ers offense. You got to, your keys, your eyes got to be in the right spot. If you become undisciplined playing the Niners, it's a problem. And, and so I'm with you. I like the Niners. Um, the Cowboys, I mean, again, this is the NFL, but the Cardinals gave the Cowboys problems. Well, yeah. And you got to think, Jonathan Gannon, he comes from Philly. He played the Eagles twice. Mm-hmm. I, Coaching with the Eagles, played the Cowboys twice. He kind of knew what gave him problems. And they ran a lot of misdirection on the Cowboys in that game. That's what the Niners do. They do this every week. And, and yeah. so I believe that's going to present problems for a fast defense. Give them a lot of misdirection. Make them play disciplined uh, defense. Um, I like the Niners as well. Do Do you think uh, – this is just a theory of mine. I'm sure a lot of sports fans think this. So Niners blast the Giants, a lot of running in the fourth quarter, just basics, vanilla stuff. Then they crush the Cardinals. Again, a lot of basic, nothing exotic. It, it's almost like Shanahan is saving the good plays for this game. Dallas, by the way, they, they these are the quarterbacks they faced, okay? They saw Daniel Jones in the opener. He is – we know he's not good. Then they beat Zach Wilson, okay, his first start. Um, this season. Then in game three, Josh Dobbs ran all over him. And then game four, they faced Mac Jones and the Patriots offense. So essentially three quarterbacks who are bottom tier in the league and then Josh Dobbs, whatever. Is this going to be a bit of a shock to the system? And do you anticipate Shanahan dialing up some really creative, juicy stuff? And do, do coaches save good plays? Like when you're in practice on Tuesday, oh, that's a that's a good one, coach. Hey, we're saving that for the Cowboys. Like, do, do they do that or is hey. that silly? <laughs> hey, so you go in th- – 
today is Wednesday, right? So today's the first day of practice or game plan. So immediately when you go, well, you know, I'm ancient. So we had to go through the playbook. Now they on the iPad. So right. you go through the iPad and you look and you like, ooh, who is this play designed for? That's what you look at the new plays because now whether you run them or not, every week there's new plays that are game planned in for the way they play defense, that team you're playing that week. And so, of course, Shanahan is not going to show certain things if you don't have to. But I don't believe they look and say, oh, we're going to save this for the Cowboys because we don't need it against this team. No coach does that. If you need it, you need it. If you don't, you don't. They are going to make the Cowboys play a disciplined brand of football on defense. And when you're in an athletic defense like the Cowboys, Dan Quinn does a really good job with his defensive lineman up front. Now, with Diggs going down and Bland coming in and getting the, all the starter reps, even though he had a good year last year, it's can they slow the Niners down? Like, do, I don't think people realize – how good Kyle Shanahan is calling plays. Like, when they trade, they look like they robbed the Panthers for Christian McCaffrey the way he's playing. Like, look at the way he played last year when he went to the Niners, and look at him early this season, MVP candidate. Four touchdowns left. They look like they robbed the Panthers. That's because he's playing with Shanahan, and Shanahan knows how to use them. Everybody that Shanahan gets, he uses them the correct way. Not many coaches do it. We just talked about the Bears and Justin Fields. And so coaching matters, and I believe Shanahan is going to be the X factor in this game. All right, TJ Hushmanzada, Fox Sports Radio, former Bengals receiver. Thanks for taking the time, buddy. Jason, my pleasure. Anything for you, bro. Keep up the great work, my guy. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.